Let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be always acceptable in thy sight, O Lord, my strength and my redeemer. O Lord, open thou our lips. And my mouth shall show forth thy praise. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Praise ye the Lord. The Lord's name be praised. O come, let us sing unto the Lord. Let us heartily rejoice in the strength of our salvation. Let us come before his presence with thanksgiving and show ourselves glad in him with psalms. For the Lord is a great God and a great king above all gods. In his hand are all the corners of the earth and the strength of the hills is his also. The sea is his and he made it and his hands prepared the dry land. O come, let us worship and fall down and kneel before the Lord our Maker. For he is the Lord our God, and we are the people of his pasture and the sheep of his hand. Today, if ye will hear his voice, harden not your hearts, as in the provocation, as in the day of temptation in the wilderness. When your fathers tempted me, proved me and saw my works, forty years long was I grieved with this generation and said, it is the people that do err in their hearts, for they have not known my ways. Unto whom I swear in my wrath, that they should not enter into my rest. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Psalm 141 on page 517. Lord, I call upon thee, haste thee unto me, and consider my voice when I cry unto thee. Let my prayer be set forth in thy sight as the incense, and let the lifting up of my hands be an evening sacrifice. Set a watch, O Lord, before my mouth, and keep the door of my lips. O let not mine heart be inclined to any evil thing. Let me not be occupied in ungodly works with the men that work wickedness. Neither let me eat of such things as please them. Let the righteous rather smite me friendly and reprove me. Yea, let not my head refuse their precious bones. As for the ungodly, I will pray yet against their wickedness. Let their judges be overthrown in stony places, that they may hear my words, for they are sweet. Our bones lie scattered before the pit, like as when one breaketh and heweth wood upon the earth. But mine eyes look unto thee, O Lord God, and thee is my trust, O cast not out my soul. Keep me from the snare that they have laid for me, and from the traps of the wicked doers. Let the ungodly fall into their own nets together, and let me ever escape them. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. 
Here beginneth the fourth chapter of the book of Genesis. Now Adam knew Eve his wife, and she conceived and bore Cain, and said, I have acquired a man from the Lord. Then she bore again, this time his brother Abel. Now Abel was a keeper of sheep, but Cain was a tiller of the ground. And in the process of time it came to pass that Cain brought an offering of the fruit of the ground to the Lord. Abel also brought of the firstborn of his flock and their fat. And the Lord respected Abel and his offering, but he did not respect Cain and his offering. And Cain was very angry, and his countenance fell. So the Lord said to Cain, Why are you angry? And why has your countenance fallen? If you do well, will you not be accepted? And if you do not do well, sin lies at the door. And its desire is for you, but you should rule over it. Now Cain talked with Abel, his brother, and it came to pass, when they were in the field, that Cain rose up against Abel, his brother, and killed him. Then the Lord said to Cain, Where is Abel, your brother? He said, I do not know. Am I my brother's keeper? And he said, What have you done? The voice of your brother's blood cries out to me from the ground. So now you are cursed from the earth, which has opened its mouth to receive your brother's blood from your hand. When you till the ground, it shall no longer yield its strength to you. A fugitive and a vagabond, you shall be on the earth. And Cain said to the Lord, My punishment is greater than I can bear. Surely you have driven me out this day from the face of the ground. I shall be hidden from your face. I shall be a fugitive and a vagabond on the earth. And it will happen that anyone who finds me will kill me. And the Lord said to him, Therefore, whoever kills Cain, vengeance shall be taken on him sevenfold. And the Lord set a mark on Cain, lest anyone finding him should kill him. Then Cain went out from the presence of the Lord and dwelt in the land of Nod, on the east of Eden. And Cain knew his wife, and she conceived and bore Enoch. And he built a city and called the name of the city after the name of his son Enoch. To Enoch was born Irad, and Irad begot Mahujael, and Mahujael begat Methushael, and Methushael begat Lamech. Then Lamech took for himself two wives, the name of one was Ada, and the name of the second was Zillah, and Ada bore Jabal. He was the father of those who dwell in tents and have livestock. His brother's name was Jubal. He was the father of all those who play the harp and flute. And as for Zillah, she also bore Tubal-Cain, an instructor of every craftsman in bronze and iron, and the sister of Tubal-Cain was Nema. Then Lamech said to his wives, Ada and Zillah, hear my voice. Wives of Lamech, listen to my speech, for I have killed a man for wounding me, even a young man for hurting me. If Cain shall be avenged sevenfold, then Lamech seventy-sevenfold. Here endeth the first lesson. 
Blessed art thou, o Lord God of our fathers, praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou for the name of thy majesty, praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou in the temple of thy holiness, praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou that beholdest the depths and dwellest between the cherubim, praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou in the glorious throne of thy kingdom, praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou in the firmament of heaven, praised and exalted above all forever. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here beginneth the 45th verse of the 6th chapter of the Gospel according to St. Mark. Immediately he made his disciples get into the boat and go before him to the other side, to Bethsaida, where he sent the multitude away. And when he had sent them away, he departed to the mountain to pray. Now when evening came, the boat was in the middle of the sea, and he was alone on the land. Then he saw them straining at rowing, for the wind was against them. Now about the fourth watch of the night he came to them, walking on the sea, and would have passed them by. And when they saw him walking on the sea, they supposed it was a ghost, and cried out. For they all saw him, and were troubled. But immediately he talked with them, and said to them, Be of good cheer, it is I, do not be afraid. Then he went up into the boat to them, and the wind ceased, and they were greatly amazed in themselves beyond measure, and marveled. For they had not understood about the loaves, because their heart was hardened. When they had crossed over, they came to the land of Gennesaret, and anchored there. And when they came out of the boat, immediately the people recognized him, ran through that whole surrounding region, and began to carry about on beds those who were sick to wherever they heard he was. Wherever he entered, in the villages, cities, or the country, they laid the sick in the marketplaces and begged him that he might just touch the hem of his garment and as many as touched him were made well. Here endeth the second lesson. Blessed be the Lord God of Israel, for he has visited and redeemed his people, and hath raised up a mighty salvation for us in the house of his servant David, as he spake by the mouth of his holy prophets, which had been since the world began that we should be saved from our enemies and from the hand of all that hate us, to perform the mercy promised to our forefathers and to remember his holy covenant, to perform the oath which he sware to our forefather Abraham, that he would give us, that we being delivered out of the hand of our enemies might serve him without fear, in holiness and righteousness before him all the days of our life. And thou, child, shalt be called the prophet of the highest, for thou shalt go before the face of the Lord to prepare his ways, to give knowledge of salvation unto his people for their mission of their sins, 
through the tender mercy of our God, whereby the day spring from on high has visited us, to give light to them that sit in darkness and in the shadow of death, and to guide our feet into the way of peace. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Ghost, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven and sitteth on the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he shall come to judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Ghost, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with thy spirit. Let us pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. O Lord, show thy mercy upon us. And grant us thy salvation. O God, may clean our hearts within us. And take not thy Holy Spirit from us. O Lord, we beseech thee favorably to hear the prayers of thy people, that we who are justly punished for our offenses may be mercifully delivered by thy goodness for the glory of thy name. Through Jesus Christ, our Savior, who liveth and reigneth with thee in the Holy Ghost, ever one God, world without end. Amen. O God, who art the author of peace and lover of concord, in knowledge of whom standeth our eternal life, whose service is perfect freedom, defend us thy humble servants in all assaults of our enemies, that we, surely trusting in thy defense, may not fear the power of any adversaries, through the might of Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O Lord, our Heavenly Father, almighty and everlasting God, who has safely brought us to the beginning of this day, defend us in the same with thy mighty power, and grant that this day we fall into no sin, neither run into any kind of danger, but that all our doings being ordered by thy governance may be righteous in thy sight, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. <clears throat> morning to all. We have in Genesis 4 sort of the, you know, the description of the, of the implications of sin and now as it comes into, into the human experience. And one of the things we, we get um, from the story is that from the beginning, the human vocation is, is to offer back to God. And this has the idea that, that we were, you know, that we, the humanity has a vocation of, as it were, priesthood to take the creation God has given it to, to us and to offer it back to God. It's further informed here in the light of the fall with the idea that there must be some kind of offering for sin. This was implied in Genesis 3 where God um, 
clothed Adam and Eve with with animal skin, which presumes that the animal with which he clothed them died, <laughs> giving up its skin. And um, so the idea of a necessary sacrifice for sin, in addition to the rest of just the basic human vocation. And so we have Cain and Abel both coming, and Abel is, um, his sacrifices is accepted and Cain's is not. We're not given a lot of explanation as to why. In the New Testament, the Epistle to Hebrews says that, that Abel's was um, accepted because he offered it in faith and Cain didn't. So we, we get something in Cain's offering of the grain that um, there's some defect in motivation. Perhaps it wasn't, you know, the first and best, perhaps he grudgingly gave. But what's interesting about the story is that is that in the conversation between Cain and, and God, Cain says, you know, God says to Cain, you know, uh, if, you know, if you, if you make it right, the implication to Cain is he can repent of what he has done, acknowledge that he didn't make the right offering. If you do well, you know, you'll be accepted. So there's some defect he can, he can correct, but instead of correcting it, he, he didn't, he refuses to look at his own defective motive and takes it out on his brother. This is a timeless human psychology that informs a lot that, that, that when we do what is wrong, when people do what is wrong, the, they, they tend to take it out on the righteous person who's there, who, in whose relief, in relief of whom their own sin is revealed. But Cable, but Abel offers, uh, the acceptable sacrifice, and it, the clue is the firstborn of his flock and their fat. He offered God his first and best. It reflected a desire to give back to God the first and best, and that was the uh, that and, and it 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 um, you know resulted in a blessing. S some have pointed out that you know Abel is offering um, an animal, a blood, and that atones for sin in a way that grain does not. But that would be, I think, pushing it a little bit because you know Cain was a farmer, and that's what he offered what he had. Uh, whereas King was a, a keeper of, of sheep. There is here in the story also the beginning of a timeless biblical uh, preference for shepherds. Uh, that, that So Abel is the shepherd who offers the sheep. Uh, you know, we have David's the, the shepherd. The Lord is my shepherd of Psalm 123. So we have that kind of thing going on. And uh, but, but we have right here now, uh, and this carries over into our pattern for the Christian life, even where Christ, by his sacrifice, restores us to this communion with God. We come by offering our first and best to God. We, we exercise that priesthood, and we, you know, Cain models this for us. We offer, God gives us what we have. We offer back to God our first and best, and God's blessing then resides upon us. And, and disordered human life is when God, we take what God gives to us and we don't offer it back in thanksgiving. We say, this is mine. And that's essentially um, the first sin, um, Alexander Spemann talks about, the first sin was really the partaking of the one thing in the, in the garden for which they could not give thanks because it was not a gift. And so, that's, that's the human vocation to take what God has given us, offer it back in thanksgiving, in Eucharist even, and then enjoying it uh, uh, 
or are with God's blessing. And we don't do that. We, we, we claim it for ourselves. We operate outside of the realm of covenant blessing. A couple other notes about this, the story that the blood cried out for the ground. And this, this suggests that, that, this, that injustice is, is, is remembered. And that's when God, he comes to judge. He remembers the injustice. Um, we also have a further image of exile here. Um, because Cain is exiled again, like Adam and Eve were exiled from the garden. Now the ground's not going to yield fruit for him. And we also have the, the implication of justice, the escalating vengeance from the, the sevenfold for Cain to the, to the um, 77-fold for Lamech. And this is the backdrop for the story when Jesus says to Peter, you must forgive your, your, your brother, you know, seven, 70 times seven. That, that grace in the new covenant multiplies in the same way that vengeance does amongst fallen humanity. So a few thoughts about the lesson today. O God, the creator and preserver of all mankind, we humbly beseech thee for all sorts and conditions of men, that thou wouldest be pleased to make thy ways known unto them, thy saving health unto all nations. More especially pray for thy holy church universal that it may be so guided and governed by thy good spirit, that all who profess and call themselves Christians may be led into the way of truth, and hold the faith and unity of spirit in the bond of peace and in righteousness of life. Finally, we commend to thy fatherly goodness all those who are any ways afflicted or distressed in mind, body, or estate. that it may please thee to comfort and relieve them according to their several necessities, giving them patience under their sufferings and a happy issue out of all their afflictions. And this we beg for Jesus Christ's sake. Amen. Almighty God, Father of all mercies, we, thine unworthy servants, do give thee most humble and hearty thanks for all thy goodness and loving kindness to us and to all men. We bless thee for our creation, preservation, and all the blessings of this life, but above all for thine inestimable love for the redemption of the world by our Lord Jesus Christ, for the means of grace and for the hope of glory. And we beseech thee, give us that due sense of all thy mercies, that our hearts may be unfeignedly thankful, and that we show forth thy praise not only 